from Providence, Rhode Island. Welcome to This Is Us 2. It's a podcast dedicated to the show This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good crack. My name is Blake, and this episode sounds a little different, Marvin. <laughs> sure a little is. different. Want to know why, guys? Uh, I'm sure they would love to know why. It's like a, a Chinese fortune cookie. You're in bed. <laughs> what? You know how you do that at the end of the Chinese fortune cookies? You open it up and oh, it's like, okay, you will yeah. have a great life if you follow your dreams. In, in bed. bed. Gotcha. Yeah. You're okay. in our bed, everybody. You're literally... <clears throat> In between Mary and I. Yeah, it's like you were our baby and we're co-sleeping and you're in between us, except <laughs> you're an iPhone baby, which, you know, is kind of a baby to many people. Yes. So we're recording this on our iPhone right now. So if it does sound a little bit different, that is the reason why. And we're recording it on our iPhone because Mary is... Oh, my God. Beyond... Guys. Uh, like, I'm surprised she's even awake right now. Me too. But I've got great news. What's that? They're going to let me into the long COVID clinic. They are. Next month. <laughs> but I think they heard my sob story and they told me I can come in. Good. good. So, God forbid, if this continues into May. Ladies and gents, I just want to say that you are missing a sight. Thank God we are not live right now. I've got a bruised face. Bru- I decided to do some facial cupping. Braless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with with eye treatments My eye on. mask treatments because I'm a mess. <laughs> I've got a humidifier next to me. It's and but you know what I will say that you're you're toughing it out, and I really appreciate it. Well, and this was my idea. You know, of course, Blake, being my sweet, amazing, um, perfectionist husband that he is, has been like, "All right, we got to do it in the studio. We got to go live. It looks great. Looks great in there." And uh, who my crookshanks? I don't even know who you are, but. <laughs> But um, <laughs> you're a wizard, Harry. We're not in the studio, so I can't play the sound. You know, I just I just can't. I can't right now. A, you don't want to see me. B, I can't even sit in those chairs right now. So even if we did this audio, those in are comfy the studio, chairs. Not like the old ones we used to have. Remember those? I'm laying down in my bed <laughs> with a heat pad on my back, a humidifier blowing on me. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't like this in our studio. So oh. so know that, you know, I want to talk about these shows. I want to do these things. And I could still talk sometimes. Sometimes I'm too tired to talk. I can yeah. talk like two good conversations a day. So uh, just know, ladies and gents, that... We will uh, be coming back one day. Yeah, we, we're, we're going back to the studio eventually, hopefully. Uh, and and just know that this episode may be a, a, a tad shorter than normal, only because Mary is, is as you can hear, quite sick. And uh, I can't keep her up that much longer. I think we probably have a hard out in the box. No, it's, we don't need hard outs. Let's just go. And then I, okay. I'll, I'll let you know when I'm too tired. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, then, Marvin. Uh, it's your story time. Uh, it's my story? It's a story, Blake. I'm reading the document for once. Uh <laughs> Finally, when we're not in studio, you can read. Uh, I don't even have my glasses on. I just, I'm just using the force. Uh, to be honest, I I don't even really have the story. I don't think. Really? <clears throat> I don't think so. Uh, well, here, here's here's something. I guess you never I, ran away from home. Never ran away from home. I never did any of that. Um, 
Oh, I can't believe Randall and Rebecca had Reuben sandwiches. Or not Reuben's, corned beef sandwiches or something. Yeah, I thought they were Reuben's. I thought they were Reuben's too. And that's one of my favorite sandwiches. So there you go. There's your story. Mary no. loves Reuben sandwiches. By the way, I can attest that she does. She actually quite loves Reuben's. No, I want a Reuben. <laughs> well, if you I know. Want to it's get funny you a that Reuben, you had we'll this episode. Did you have this? Were you supposed to have this episode? No, that was just in the. In yeah, because I'm thinking, I'm like, why is it not me? Because I'm Randall. Right. I know. So whatever. It doesn't matter. It is what it is. Okay. All right. Well, I wanted to remind, remind you guys that you can, uh, of course, uh, check us out at maryandblake.com. Search uh, for us on all the social media outlets just by, again, searching Mary and Blake. Uh, and be sure to check out our Facebook group, the Mary and Blake Facebook group. It's a really great place where you can check out all the amazing uh, nerds that are there and talk about all the awesome shows that you love. And it's just a safe space for nerds who love the things that they love and want to geek out over it. It's a, it I really enjoy being in that place. Uh, and it's a, it's a, actually a direct way you get a chance to make fun of me. So I don't know how anybody would ever pass that up. All right, Marvin, you ready to get into the show? Always. Let's do it. So the title of this episode was Every Version of You. It was directed by your boy, Justin Hotley. Good old Kevin. Who was my boy? I don't know. He's you just your boy. Everyone, my boy. I don't know why not. Sure. Uh, and uh, he has directed, uh, obviously, this episode, but also a hell of a week part three. So he is not um, not not opposed to directing uh, these these Post episodes. Uh, once again, it's another example of. Uh, See, this right. is us. Just, just do what you want, man. Yeah, it's it's another example of of this is us just allowing its cast to have uh, more of a creative say in this in their episodes, and uh, and I I have to admit I'm kind of in I'm kind of in I liked it and the writer the writer oh Justin Hadley's your boy yeah this is my girl it's my girl it's my girl Kay oh let's see if you can try it Blake and I I will always love you. As if our sound quality wasn't bad enough to begin with. <laughs> that is my best impression <laughs> of Whitney. And that is the only time you will ever hear me sing Whitney like that ever again. You're welcome. I wish I had our soundboard. Okay. Uh, Kay uh, has written episodes of This Is Us. She's been around with for This Is Us for quite some time as a story editor or... Um, uh, an assistant writer or a staff writer, but the episodes that she has specifically written herself are A Philadelphia Story, R&B, The Dinner and the Date, After the Fire, 40 Part 1, 40 Part 2, Birth Mother, Every Version of You, This Big Amazing Beautiful Life, That'll Be the Day, The Most Disappointed Man, and I Call Marriage. <laughs> uh, Mary just took a picture of us in bed podcasting. Uh, so, yeah, that's great. Hopefully we can put that up on the socials. I think uh, we should. No, I'm not putting that on socials. That is a private message. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you got for your Lemonades rating, Marvin? Um, you know, I'm giving it a... Huh? I'm giving it a 4.8, just like last episode. Okay, good. All right, good. Very good. I'm going to give it a 4.72. Um, 
I that's crazy talk. It's not crazy talk. This is again. This is the last season. We're we're going down to the hundreds, oh and I liked it better than the Kevin episode. Okay, but I didn't like it as much as the Kate episode, which is a huge step in the right direction for okay. me. Um, the fact that I liked the Kate episode as much as I did, uh, that is enormous, Marvin. So, uh, but I, I, I thought that this episode <clears throat> is. I thought this episode was good, and I feel like it's it 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 sits right in between the the, the big three episodes, mm-hmm. and it it finally, as you kind of alluded to or suggested uh, earlier in. Uh, the podcast a lot. I do. Sorry, it's it's a crutch. I got a crutch. Okay. What, what can I do? As you mentioned in one of the earlier episodes, Mary. Now I'm going to be conscious of Good. it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. The <laughs> Randall episode. This comes from the wo- woman who says "wonderful" every three minutes. Not so, as you say, uh. so <laughs> I feel like this episode. You're going to hear so many pauses now. And you will realize how often Blake would have normally filled it with a. Uh, it's okay. I know. It's all right. One day I'm going to call out your I know crutch. It's all right. right on, right on live podcast. I don't have a big crutch right now. You do, uh, and we'll find it. Okay. So good luck. <laughs> this episode, <laughs> Mary, as was suggested in one of our earlier episodes, the Ra- the Randall episode finally gives, I think, some legitimacy to the. Uh, the two flashback episodes, or not episodes, but the flashback sequences for each of these episodes, mm-hmm. especially the teenage version of the big three, yeah. or the, the very early 20s version of the big three. Mm-hmm. I think it finally does that. What do you got for your GBG? You're good, you're bad, and you're great. Oh, my good is that the pool Randall, um, because... You know, we always saw Kevin as the athletic one. Mm-hmm. And little pool Randall, why was he not on a swim team growing up? If he took to the water that quickly and that easily. That's a good point. You know, we never got to see him be athletic. Mm-hmm. We got to see him run because of anxiety stuff. Sure. But I kind of feel like, you know, if he was this good at swimming, maybe he could swim for... Like, how cool would that have been instead of him running mm-hmm. if he had been a swimmer? A swimmer? Yeah. Well, I think it goes to show you that it, they're they were probably figuring it out as yeah they were going along because I would have chosen that I would have chosen that as well because one of the cool things when you swim for someone who has an anxious mind like mine is you get um, severely desensitized. It's like you're wearing earplugs a lot because it's white noise. You yeah. know, like you, um, if you if you if you're in a racing environment, obviously you can occasionally hear people screaming, but you know, say you're doing the backstroke, like your ears are in that water. Um, we know how much you love all your different strokes. The backstroke is my favorite. <laughs> and it's honestly dog. probably for that reason. Yeah. Because you have to tune it out. And, you know, here we are in a day and age where like your smartwatch or your smartphone's on you all the time. Not in the pool. Yeah, you can't have it. You know, you can have it on you when you're running. Sure. Because you're listening to music. You're lifting weights. Yeah. Like, you you think about it. Think about all the times you exercise and you have some kind of thing in your ears still. You're Mm -hmm. listening to something. So, I just loved that little Randall took to that water and he was the star pupil. 
Yeah, you're right. He was the staff pupil. I, and maybe it's making more of a commentary on... Well, Little Randall, Little Randall was always just... But his storyline was oftentimes uh, him being adopted and him being black. Mm-hmm. So I like that this had nothing to do with that at all. Yeah, him being swimming, nobody said like, oh, wow, you know, nobody made a, a racial um, a racial connotation, um, you know, about uh, yeah, if anything, a brown boy it, swimming. If anything, it spoke to his character directly, right? Because he was the kid that was doing his own thing, right? Yes. And he noticed that his family was doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. It showed, so it showed... A subtle source of separation as a child, that distinction, but not in a way that was like overt. It was it was subtle. Yeah, it was just subtle. And it was a subtle thing that it you if you wanted to interpret it that way, you could. But I don't think I don't think that's a full I don't think that's a, a valid interpretation. I think it more it speaks more to the thing of Randall sees himself as other. But he still always takes it upon himself yeah. to bring the family together. And that's what he does by the end of the episode. Yes. Which is why I find that this flashback finally gives legitimacy yes. to the flashback sequences. But that he can be strong and he doesn't always have to be with his family. Right. You know, so I do. I just really loved little Pool Randall for all those reasons. Yep, you're bad. My bad. You know... I'm just so sick of teenagers. <laughs> we don't even have teenagers. I know. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and I, I just love how Randall was able to even say that to Kevin. Like, you just wait. Like, at least you don't have teenagers. And I, and I assume parents of teenagers right now are shaking their heads saying, yep. You just you wait. There's pretty much saying, you know, nothing, Jon Snow <laughs> to, to people like us, you know. So it just makes me fearful of teenage years. Yes. And, um, and you great. great my great was that right away, Rebecca said, I'm coming with you. Oh, okay. you would totally do that. I know. You would absolutely do that. And you'd be like, Blake, get my bags. The bags that I haven't packed yet. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> Miguel, get Miguel, my didn't bags. Even, Miguel didn't even fight back. He's, yeah, okay. No yeah. problem. All right. You did, didn't even say anything. Wasn't even like, hey, Rebecca, you, you want to talk about why? this? Or why? He knows she won't remember if she forgot <laughs> anything. <laughs> you said it, not me. Nope. You said it, listen, not me. Listen, listen. We can't joke every once in a while. Oh, you got to see the humor. While we're in bed. I know. Hey, we can joke in bed. I'm just going to make in bed jokes the entire time. That's, right. that's, the, that's the theme of this episode. My good. I actually have a tie. Uh, the first one is Rebecca uh, tries to have a... Well, Rebecca tries to not have a conversation with uh, the older version. Uh, not older. I'm sorry. The 20-year-old version of Randall or a teenage version of Randall. And what she does, she says, don't let me keep you. It's the same exact phrase that Jack said to him, or the, the, the Jack's mother said to him Aww. every single time. And not only that, but Randall does the opposite of what Jack did to his mother. Randall stays on the phone and Randall surprises his mother with cookies that she didn't see. Oh my God, those freaking cookies. Oh, do you know that, <laughs> that the smiley face, the way that it, it works right now? Um, no. It, the, the smiley face, like the way that you that is interpreted today, like the yellow with the smile and the dots, was invented in Worcester. 
Worcester, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yep. Just throwing that out there. I don't really like the smiley face. Okay. Well, Just like I don't like I heart and lie. See, that's a brilliant design. Hey, it's up to interpretation. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and then there was also the shot, the spectacular shot, the one that made it worth it, this this trip. Uh, not was, the Reuben? Not the Reuben. <laughs> it was the shot of Rebecca, Deja, and Randall. Randall all in the same car. And none of these people are actually biologically related in any way. Yeah. Yeah. Yet they're all family. Yeah. They're all in the car. And Deja does the thing that Randall has to do as well. And she says, I'm sorry for the way that I acted. Uh, You are my dad. And you're the only one that I've ever had. And Randall... should at least say the same thing to Rebecca. Like, especially after trying to make her to do the uh, the thing in St. Louis. The study. The study. Listen, I'm like, all about studies. Didn't you just hear me? I know. I'm like, oh, there's a long COVID study clinic? I know. I know. Sign me up. But I just love the fact that um, it's Randall could feel the same exact way and should feel the same exact way towards Rebecca. And just having all three of them in the car is in that shot of all three of them together is just such a gorgeous moment for the show and what it's trying to accomplish. Um, I will say this. The bad is all of this stuff with Malik and Deja. What a, what a letdown. I'm telling you, man. Teenage. What a letdown. Uh, I just... But but how true is that? You know what I mean? When the parent knows this isn't going to end well. I know, but when, when you think about it on a... Find on, it on their own way. <clears throat> when you think about it, I think on a macro level, this feels to me like a casualty of COVID. What do you mean? I My sense is that there was much more planned... For Malik and For Malik Deja? and Deja, and there was much more planned for like the likes of Cassidy and all the hashtag who were they oh okay and then COVID struck and they were like you're the B team yeah so you know we're gonna so many face shield masks yeah (laughs) our budget only requires like only allows for like 20 masks we're only allowed one twin baby per episode (laughs) so my sense is that Malik in this whole story was a casualty of COVID and they, I mean, can we look to see something different? I'm sensitive to that word. <laughs> and I think that they did their best to give to to truncate that story because maybe we were gonna we were getting this no matter what. Okay. But the way that it played out was just so haphazard. I'm actually quite fine with it. Oh, well, I mean, that's fine. I'm just telling you that's how I feel. And they had to find a way to not give him a, a send off, but just like something that was resembling of a send-off. To me, it was a way for Deja to break free, you know, from the family as an adult um, and to um, have that conflict with Randall because she and Randall were always so close and they do have adoption in common. But 
Deja is also the oldest of the children. Yeah, but and so that happens when when kids do start to be seniors and move out and say, "No, I have my own voice and my thoughts and my own plans." And she has the added element of saying, "And you're not my dad." And I think that for her to have that as a big challenge for them, yeah, is eventual. Is probably something that you know a big fight like that happens with every teenager and their parent so to me yeah we didn't get a lot of depth with with malik but the deja randall i mean think about like in the flash forwards it is deja and randall hugging yeah so i like that they went through this journey of oh my god she's having sex and she's my little girl and no she's not your little girl and I will yeah. say it just feels a little cheap. And no, it I feels, hear you. It feels a little haphazard. It, it, it was my like bad was too because I'm just like over teenagers. But my great, my great was all of the little. Ooh, people might hear Lumos purr. I know it's true. Uh, all of the the little flash scenes of with Rebecca and Randall when she's looking at him as a, a young kid or oh a teenager gosh. or reading and brushing going... their teeth and yes besties like that is everything again it's flashy and i love when shows get flashy yeah and i love these little again the leftovers was like truly incredible Mm -hmm. at this uh and i think it really helped usher in this style filmmaking or this this style film editing uh not to say that it, it it you know um, it invented it. It, it certainly no, didn't, but, but it, it helped usher it in yeah. into the mainstream of what we're watching now. And I, I just I love everything that the the show chose to do mm-hmm. uh, in this regard. Uh, and I love the fact that, like, it was even more special to me that Rebecca remembers looking at Randall yeah. as a little kid in the car. And then we have the, the 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 last part of the episode with Randall looking at Deja. Yeah, uh, just such a special moment that to have the that exclamation point, or even that it's not necessarily a bookend, but it's it's close to it. And I really like that. That was that was special to me. Those little flash bits helped give weight to um when rebecca explains to randall why she chose kate over him because when they do go back to the scene where rebecca says oh kate you're like you're the person who's going to be in charge of you know my final wishes yes you see randall be so hurt and now like not only do we just know that that's randall's personality that he would want to take care of her and make sure he made all the right choices but then to see all those little flash bits about the depth of their special relationship yeah. on top of it um, where it was always he and Rebecca against the other three, you know, not against, but they were just, they were two peas in a pod. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I dig it. I agree with you. Great. You know, I, I can't help. Well, no. Um, I will say that this feels, and I know we've said this before, but it feels like a spiritual cousin. In bed. In bed. Uh, to, to not only Memphis, but to birth mother, I think birth mother was was uh, almost a direct sequel to Memphis in a way. Mm-hmm. But this feels like a spiritual cousin of both. Where you just get so deep in bed, Blake. <laughs> that, that's what she said. 
Um, man, so many opportunities for my soundboard. I'm telling you. Uh, I just, I, I think, you know, Randall had an opportunity in those two road trip episodes, if you will, to find some peace with his parents, his, his biological parents. And it's not to say that he, you know, doesn't find peace with Rebecca. I think he does. I think, you know, especially after all of the, William. William stuff and the, um, I'll, I'll eventually forgive you. Like, they finally got a chance to see each other again for who they are mm-hmm. and not repair the relationship, but just evolve the relationship. I Seeing, think repair is a good word. Yeah. I don't think it's very, um, yeah, I think they did repair it. And so it's it's not, it's easy to make the connection to the other two episodes because of... Like the, the 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 thematic through line of it, and being in a car, and being in a car, yeah. <laughs> and not only that, like Randall's f- finds peace in Birth Mother in Memphis, in the freaking water, in the water. That's true. Uh, and finds peace like a through himself uh, as as an adult, but. Be- because of how he was treated as a child, those those two parents abandoned him. And in this episode, he finds peace with his mother that accepted him, and also the child that he accepted. Mm-hmm. Right? Think of that. Think of that dichotomy, uh, and how he has to understand that you know Deja is technically not his biological child, but she still is his daughter. You know, and she is his dad. I mean, mm-hmm. he is her dad. Uh, I just find that really, really a beautiful, it is. A, a beautiful comparison. Mm-hmm. So I, I, th- I think that's good. I think that's good. So, you know, n- not a bad episode, Marvin. I, I will say that it wasn't my favorite. I had to watch it twice to get the feeling that I wanted out of it. Yeah. Um, I think because it was the third. I think because it was like, all right, we've seen this. We've seen Kevin pout. We've seen Katie say, no. Like, you know, we had to replay all this stuff. So a lot of the episode wasn't new. Yep. And because of that, I think my first viewing, I wouldn't have rated it as high as I did. Mm -hmm. But obviously in those repetitive parts, it was Uh, Randall that got to be the highlight in the end. So you got to have it in context. But I enjoyed it a lot more the second time through uh, for the current time frame so there's there's a moment when rebecca like randall is like clearly pissed at the beginning of the episode at and he's like he's ready to pop man he's go he's going he's going to boston now and they're gonna he's gonna go with deja now same thing yes he would have (laughs) and part of me you would have too uh, yeah, I would have. If Felicity ran away? Yes, I would have. Uh, part of me thinks that Rebecca came along, yes, I think to just be in a car with her her, her son uh, and share, those, share that time, but also because she knows her son. And I kind of got clued in on this when she's telling Randall, why don't you calm down? Let's relax. And I, I thought she made him stop to get something to eat. Yes, because of her pills and that's her life now and all that stuff, but because she knows he needs to chill. And you know what? Like, you know, she she, just had like Pringles and been fine. Did she purposely 
make him stop. Yes. Um, they could have stopped at a Dunkin'. They're on the East Coast. <laughs> they did not need to stop. Had she said, I need to pee, it's an emergency. Yeah. That, yes, you really do need to stop. Do they need to stop so she can get food for a pill? No. Drive-through dunks all up and down 95. So all I'm They're saying driving is, to Boston for Pete's sake. Oh, of course I know. So this. Oh, my God. Did they stop in Rhode Island for a Reuben? <laughs> no, they, they stopped in Connecticut. Ah. Uh, Freaking Connecticut. Oh, my Connecticut God. Do they have good sucks. Reubens there? I don't know. We're going to find out. I doubt it because Connecticut sucks. Do you think that they just made up a, a Reuben place? Sure. Because <sighs> Connecticut's got nothing good. This, they have great pizza. Nah. They've got great pizza. Yeah. Oh, my God. That Frank Peppy's or whatever. 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 Love we got that. better pizza here in Rhode Island. I don't know. Wait. Um, excuse me. Not Caserta pizza. No, Caserta pizza isn't a wood fire. Grill. Doesn't matter. Doesn't I, matter. I, yes, Caserta is my favorite. Thank you. And then we've got the pizza strips here in Rhode Island that people don't have. I'm out on that. Out on pizza strips. Luckily, the rest of us Weird. are in it. Weird. Okay, continue, Blake. Anyway. Nobody needs to know. Who wants pizza food. that there's bread and sauce with no I cheese? Do. It defies, it defies the it. nature of real no. pizza. No, it's a, a special sauce. It's a Sicilian sauce. It's no. a sweet pizza no. sauce. Pizza is cheese sauce and bread not if you're lactose intolerant <laughs> then you don't eat pizza you eat sauce and bread I want, no don't call it pizza it is it's called party pizza oh, bakery no. pizza nope, look nope. it up if any other you nerds out there have ever heard of this party pizza in a different state a bakery pizza whatever you just look it up and you'll see it's it's not pizza and if you it's want, just bread you can have and sauce a little bit of parmesan cheese sprinkled on top it's then just get real cheese no oh yeah yeah none of us want the cheese on it Here's something that the show does, and I don't know if this was intentional. I imagine that it is because, again, we've always talked about, as a Marion Blake Media Commitment, every single shot, every single line of dialogue, every saw, everything has to have a point. It must serve a purpose. Reason for the season. And what does Rebecca and Randall sit in front of after they stay the night? They stay. They sit in front of a closed down pool to have the conversation. Oh, oh, see, now that is the kind of subtlety that I love. What? What are you laughing at? I forgot I ordered this on Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) Just describe it. Okay. Say what it is. It looks like a Snuggie for your face. (laughs) It's just a big compression It looks like a torture device. It looks like Grover from Sesame Street wrapped around your face. (laughs) Amazon said something's coming and I forgot that I ordered this thing. Show the title. I mean, not show the title. It's called Huggaroo. Huggaroo store. (laughs) It's a tension headache relief that looks like Grover wrapped around your face. (laughs) (laughs) And you microwave it. Okay. Pool. Uh, yeah, the the, uh, the closed down pool. Now that is the kind of subtlety that I really, 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 really like. As she's telling Randall, I couldn't choose you because you would absolutely stop everything in your life for me. And that's why I love you. But you couldn't do that. I can't make you do that. And he says to her, he knows that he's going to succeed, like he knows it deep in his bones, this thing, whatever it is, he's gonna do. You know what he wants to do? He wants to run for president. Well, that's that's a good question. Um, he says it multiple times. 
Well, no, he says he wants to run for Senate. No, he tells the cop, and I'm going to be president one day. Well, oh, yeah, as a teenager, but I'm saying as as an adult, he's not saying he's going to be president. You know. Do you think the show is going to go down that road? Yes. I really hope not. What the heck? Are you kidding me? No, I'm, I'm not kidding. You want to know why? I want, I want it to be president, too. I... I <sighs> again, I... It, Again, it's just more evidence that the, that the writers listen to us because we I know we have for d- damn sure talked about that. No, I don't. I hope that they don't do it. And the reason why I hope they don't do it is because the last time that Randall went all in on a political office, we got stuck with. We're not going to get stuck. It's just going to be in the future. It's just going to be a thing. I know, but we also have the whole potential of him becoming a senator. So what I'm saying is, yeah, I he, don't. He does that first. I don't want to get bogged down again, especially. Would you feel better if he's VP? No, I don't want any of that. Because not only do I not want any of the political it's stuff anymore, mean. but I, the show itself, and you know this, Mary, the show does its best work when it's just surrounding and centered upon the family itself, the yeah. family dynamic. I'm fine with And that. when it introduces this larger cascading or cascade of events. They don't need to. That's what I I'm hope saying. not. They don't need to get into that. It can just be a thing. Just like they explain why Kevin has an Emmy. They could just be like, oh, and then Randall's special job. I wonder. Uh, well, you know what? That's all right. Fine. I will give you my hot take right now. You ready for my hot take right now? Yeah. All right. My hot take right now is this. Either Randall it becomes the senator uh, well, in Washington. He becomes a senator at least. And he gives up the notion of becoming the president when Rebecca's wicked sick. Okay. Like he's he's running and then Rebecca gets like wicked super sick. And then he's, he he bows out of the race. And that's why uh, Beth in the future is like, seems a little mad when she's like, yeah, we're going to see her. Like, because she's a little upset that Randall isn't going to become president because his mother's sick. I mean, and Randall stops his life to take care of his mother. The other one I got is that Randall becomes a senator. Okay. And he is as... Um, Busy. At, as he is, uh, you know, doing his thing, he is too busy for his mother. And he is in the middle of running to be president uh, during yeah, I'd love her that being for sick. Him. I'd love for him to be running for president while she's sick. And then she can be proud of him and say, <clears throat> do it for me. I believe in you. It'll be interesting to see if that happens. I, I, I have no problem with his political ambitions. I don't know. I just, I find it. I find you him. You just be- don't like people running for politics. No, it's not that. I I love political shows. I was I was a huge fan of The West Wing. No, but like people you care about. No, it's just that this show isn't about that. I know, but why can't it just be that that is part of his journey? Just like music is going to be part of Jack Jack's journey. We don't need to see him take music lessons every lesson. Yeah. I think that enough has been established that if they say that he became senator or then he ran for president, that's all we need and we would believe it. This is to show you that Randall Pearson, and he says it to his mom, when I set my mind to something, I do it. 
If I run, I'm going to win. Mm-hmm. I said that same exact phrase. What did you... Um, remember? I, I do. I, I absolutely remember. Because I want to run for Congress. Yeah. Leslie Nope over here. Um, what did you buy or did you buy? Not a Reuben. <laughs> Definitely didn't get a Reuben. In bed. Uh, Reuben in bed. <laughs> 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 uh, did you buy the conversation between Randall and the cop? Yeah. And uh, the whole thing, uh, how that was treated. I do. Um, actually, I kind of buy that, too. I kind of buy the fact that, like, Kate is saying, like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening to us right now. And and Kevin, like, trying to throw the beer away. He's like, yeah, this is the beer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then Randall being like, all right, I got this. Yeah. Once again, showing that he's the one who is the caretaker of the family. He's the one who can... Uh, do the things that he can do to to maneuver the family in the way that it needs to be maneuvered. To care for. To yeah. care for them. Yeah, like, again, I, and it's it's special that Rebecca does have this knowledge and she does have that foresight to say, like, okay, if we did this, you would ruin your life. Well, not ruin, but you would stop everything in your life. And there's just no way you should do that. You know what I loved? Was Rebecca cutting out the article about her son yep. ordering his favorite wine Reading the book he's been reading. Oh, I know. Uh, and him not even knowing. Like, for him, for her to do that, that means that she didn't call him and say, Oh, Randall, I read the article and it's so cool and I love it. Like, he was genuinely surprised when, you know, she mentioned that, that kind of wine, which is hysterical. They're at, like, a nobody pub. Yeah. And there she is. Let's go get a drink. Yeah. <laughs> you want to drink with your mom? In the sticky floors. Yeah. Um, Does it say, is there a little bit of a commentary here about the fact that she says to Randall, I don't want to be the person that holds you back anymore, but she has no problem doing that for Kate? She's not holding Kate back. Yeah, but... Kate implicit Implicit in that sentence is that she recognizes that she's holding Kate back a little bit because she, by her choosing Randall, that means she knows she's holding him back. But by her choosing Kate, it's as if she doesn't mind she's holding Kate back. I didn't take it that way at all. I think, you know... Well, I'm not saying I took it that way. I'm just saying, is there room for interpretation there? I don't think so. I mean, Randall is on the opposite side of the country. Okay? So if he was this caretaker and if things did move really quickly... um, I mean, I don't know the timeline for the cabin being built. I don't know the timeline for for Rebecca moving in. Um, and he has three teenagers, very busy life, and is involved in politics. Mm-hmm. Whereas Kate has like babies right now, so you know you know the baby life. You don't have a life. So she lives down the street from her mom. She's got these babies. Yeah. She probably hangs out with her mom every day anyway, because you know she only has movie night with Madison once a year. <laughs> So, I did not interpret it as she's holding Kate back. I actually see it as lifting Kate up. That giving Kate that kind of a responsibility wouldn't just be one more thing added to Kate's pile, but a great honor and a lot of self-worth. Fair enough. Randall says to 
um, to Rebecca, oh, maybe we should just let Kate handle it, you know, since she handles all the big stuff now. Oh, I would have done that same thing. Absolutely. And that's the way that the episode begins. Oh. Well, not begins, but, if, you know, it, within the first 10 minutes or so, that's what happens. So you never would say things like that in your family. You no. wouldn't just be like, I'm just going to say it as it is. No. And then apologize. Not mm. that I didn't mean it, but apologize for being hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that that really didn't happen all that much. It didn't really happen all that much. Is it just because you didn't have those kind of feelings? Um, I'm sure that I did, but part of me, I think, was conditioned to the fact that, the, the like, okay... I know I'm not going to get anywhere by saying something like that. Because you, you and do all that it's going to do, you'll speak like that to me. N- not very often. No, not of course not very, very often. often. No, Randall doesn't do I, that it to is, his mom very often. I know, often. but that, but that rarely happens. No, I know, very rarely. But I'm saying you have the comfortability level that you would. Well, I'm also older now, and I've been married to you for 11 years, so I'm sure you have rubbed off on me. You say in bed. i'm I'm just i'm just saying there's a difference between when i was younger into into the person i am now so and yes like hashtag facts blake no what i'm saying is our relationship has has precipitated that difference but that's what i'm getting at is that i think when you're with your family whether it's siblings or your parents or your partner because you've been together and through so much that sometimes you do you just say it as it is in that moment you say your pain yeah and you say it in a way that it it hurts them are you disappointed that the show didn't go down that road a little bit more meaning you know, I mean, it was a sweet moment by the by the closed off pool that Randall and Rebecca have, right? And we have the single tear and the whole thing. A sweet moment, but it doesn't dive deep down into Randall's feelings, and it doesn't dive down into Rebecca's feelings. Really, it just kind of whistles past that graveyard a little bit for the sake of sentimentality, right? So what I'm getting at is. Randall like legitimately tries t- to uh, have emotional warfare with his mother a couple of seasons ago, being like, no, you have to do this for me. You're going to do this for me. And then it's just like, yeah, okay, never mind. Listen, man, it's how it is with people like us, okay? We just, we speak our minds, we lay it all on the table, and you know you come from love. But sometimes you got to trudge through some stuff. You got to clean out some infections. You got to scoop that. Well, that's out. what I'm saying. At that's what I'm saying. Like, aren't you, are you heals. a little upset? No, because it heals when you care for things. When you think about an infection, you no, think no, about no. no. I, I think you're missing my point. I, my point is this: they didn't really get in there and 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 scoop out the wound. Oh my god! What were all these past seasons of Rebecca and Randall? They then? really didn't. They never even addressed it. I think you need to do some rewatches. Uh, well, I, I probably should because I don't remember a specific time that that sort of conversation was had between the two. I, I know it happened between Kate and, and he, and I know that it definitely happened between uh, Kevin and he, but not Rebecca. I 
like 99.9 percent sure that there's a whole episode dedicated to that i don't think so i mean i could be wrong nerds let me know if i'm wrong all right Marvin, do you have anything else you'd like to say about this episode we're already uh, at a, a pretty good clip here and i could see you starting to devolve oh, i know it sucks i know i just started to fleet you got anything else um how about the memento box that she keeps oh oh man what else do you think's in there i don't know yet and is it because here's how i'm thinking about the memento box is it to remind her as she loses her memory yeah absolutely that's why she's trying try, now it's time to take all those pictures or is it for them to have when she's dead both oh both. man Kill two birds with one I'm stone. Make a memento box. We already got some. I need better ones though. Those that's the basic. <laughs> Let me tell you, have them long COVID. No, I'm those to, like, those things are uh, uh, waterproof. Uh, those things are legit. Yeah, they're in a shoebox. No, they're not in a shoebox. They're in the rub the, the big plastic rubbermaid containers. Oh, you're thinking about a different thing. Oh, um, okay. Well, what else? You guys are fancy. Um, you're not the one failing at life right now. <laughs> <laughs> got time. All right, Marvin, you ready for some in or out? Always. All right, want to let you know that in or out is brought to you by jointhenerdclan.com. It is a special place, a much loved place where you can get Grover wrapped around your head, just like Mary. Oh uh, are you going to show that picture? <laughs> I'm going to. You know what? I will model it for our friends at jointhenerdclan.com. Yes, when you get it, that is going to be a bonus. Oh, you know it. <laughs> because I could have chosen a black one. Uh, yes, you could have. But I went for blue, man. You went for blue. So if you, uh, if in you, bed. in bed, <laughs> ladies and gents, if you are hearing this, when you hear this, send us a, a blue dot or something in the messages or on our It makes walls. us chuckle when you all do that. Oh, I love that. It's one of my favorite things. When I just get like random stuff over the internet. That's what I do to my phone. I'm like, yeah. I, we, I still get random messages from everybody from like the random things. that we, <laughs> I get them now. I don't even remember what we call them out for. <laughs> I love it. Like I got one for lipstick the other day. I don't remember what the lipstick was. <laughs> <laughs> right back. I know. I'm like, what was this for again? Um, so yeah, if you, if you hear this, it makes you laugh. Thinking about Grover being wrapped around Mary's face. Send us a big blue dot. In bed. In bed. Oh, went there. <laughs> so go to jointhenerdclan.com where you will be able to see Mary modeling Grover. And uh, that's what we're going to call it from now on. Hot guaranteed. Grover. It's going to be warm too. <laughs> Hot Grover. Uh, jointhenerdclan.com. That's where it's all at. What's it going to be, McFly? Are you in? Or out. All right, Marvin, in or out oh on... This episode never ends. Yep. Creamsicles. I'm in. Out. Want nothing to do with creamsicles. You know what I love about it? Weird. When the icy orange part yeah. dissolves first because of the high water consistency compared to the cream consistency in the middle. <laughs> so it kind of... It's like two pops in one. Like... like the, in the, bed. The, the orange just kind of pops off and then you're like, oh, sweet. I got a white puff. Oh yeah. man, no! I'm, I, I'm out on creamsicles. Suck. They, oh, I love they, it. they, they. My mother used to love creamsicles, and she'd be like, "Taste it, it's good." This is awful. It's just awful. All right, in or out on sticky floors in a bar. Like you know how I feel about this situation. The, I, the listeners don't. Oh my god, guys! There is nothing that will get me in a worse mood <laughs> on a Saturday night than if people expect me to go to a sticky floor bar. Yeah, oh yeah. That is not my place. I remember there was one time when we first started, well, not when we first, but like when we were, it was pretty we early started on, dating. And I did get crabby in front of you about it. 
Uh, went out with your friends. We went out with my friends in Boston. Oh, it was sticky bar. And they want we, they wanted to go to a sticky bar. One that I didn't want to go to. Did not want to go. Sticky bar means like people party there so much and spill so much beer. Yeah. That no matter how much you wash it, the floor is still sticky. Yeah, it's just a sticky floor. Especially no matter if you're what. They're like in flip flops. And you can hear it. And I'm a Rhode Island girl. I'm not one of these Boston hussies, you know, walking around in their high heels with their, boot, with their booty shorts. And TV girls. Yeah. Oh, TV girls. Um, I'm they're like in my flip flops, like straight from the beach. And flip flops stick to stick. Mary was not happy that oh, night. Oh, my God. She, we, we, I, I tried everything I could. House, and then they said, let's go to the sticky bar floor. Oh, my God. It was, it was Don, uh, uh, Don Jose Tequilas. That's where it was. Oh my god, I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, in or out on dots. I'm in. I'm in on dots. I like aerodynamics. Yeah, sure. You know why not? <laughs> I especially You're love such a door. I like aerodynamics. I especially love our kids' new dart set, which oh, is magnetic, yeah. which is improperly weighted because of the heavy magnets on the front. <laughs> so was it you or was it my mom? Who was trying to play. It was your mother and she yeah. couldn't do it. Because my mom is good at regular darts. Yeah. And she didn't understand why when she threw it, it would no It would just keep going down. <laughs> but it's because it's a heavy, refreshing, weighted <sighs> magnet. In or out on smiley faces. Out. I love smiley faces. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. You're happy and healthy. With your finest smiley face. In, in or out on the state of Connecticut. You know... You want to know why I'm in right now? Why? Because all I want is to go to the Stars Hollow towns. I'm in. Well, we got one of them in Rhode Island. No. Yeah. It does not count. And you know it. It does count. I'm going. Friends, if you're a fan of the Gilmar Girls, just Google. The one good thing about Connecticut is a fake town. It doesn't even exist. There's many towns that it's modeled after and they even have Gilmar Girls festivals. Th- th- I'm willing to go. They rename the coffee shop Luke. I'm in. Let's do it. But I've asked th- you to do that's it. That's the me. one good. Connecticut's one thing that it's like really good at is fake. <gasps> and you know what else I love? What? The Yale Museum. Oh, God. The Yale Peabody Museum with one of the Friggin best Yale. fossil <laughs> exhibits. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you the historic turtle that they have Mary there. Mary just woke up. Yeah. Mary just woke up, ladies and gents. And the amount of taxidermied <laughs> birds of prey. Holy smokes. Oh, my oh, God. I, I flip in love. Google that, friends. If you're a nerd, Google the Yale Peabody Museum. You're going to see the giant dinosaur turtle. <laughs> It's amazing. It's, they have an amazing... But you know what's sad? What's that? It's closed for like a whole year. Oh. But when it reopens, it's going to be free to the public. Oh. So if you live in the area, or if you're ever going to be driving through Connecticut, mm-hmm. Yale is a very pretty college. And Yale sucks. Oh my... No, it doesn't. Yeah, you're it just does. jealous because you're not smart enough to get into Ivy. I don't care. Doesn't I know. Matter. I know you don't care. Doesn't matter. Sucks. Just like Harvard. Just like your grades. <laughs> <laughs> My grades didn't suck. My SAT sucked. All right, in a row, in a row. Longest running joke in Mary and Blake media history. Mary doing better at her SATs than you're me. welcome. In a row on running for president. Mary, I already know your answer. What is it? Wicked in. Wicked in. Leslie Nope. Mary is the uh, a real life Leslie Nope. In a row, Reuben sandwiches. Oh my God, Blake! You know I'm down. I, I, I'm down. I, but the listeners the don't. I am way out on running for president. Who ever wants that job? I that do. job is the worst job on the planet. 
the work, and you don't even get paid all that much. It'd be like one thing if like you got paid like a, a lot of money to do it. You don't even get paid a whole ton of money. You're just, you're there and you're taking- What do you even have to spend taking, money on? You're taking everybody's crap. Do you pay rent? Probably not. No, you don't. You don't have a car bill. Definitely don't. <laughs> I'm just saying. You don't even need to pay for a poopa scoopa. No, you don't. I'm just telling you, if I'm going to be the President of the United States, I, like, I'm, I want to I want to be like, I, I want to have what all you, the money. You, you, you don't even need, it's like Monopoly money. Whatever you want, you get. No, out, out. And uh, out on Reuben sandwiches. Why? Because the bread, I don't like the bread. Okay, you can switch the bread, Blake. They allow you to do yeah, that. Yeah, but the real Reuben is supposed to have the, the rye. bread. The rye bread. I'm out on rye bread. And then... I don't, what? I'm out on rye bread. You're out on olive bread as well. I don't know how we're together. Yeah, because olives are gross. Oh my God, continue. What else do you hate about Reuben? And then you get the Thousand Island dressing. Yeah. It's too much. It's, I don't even know what's in it. Thousand things. <laughs> sure. It's ketchup and, and mayo. That's what it really is. Oh, that's delicious. It is delicious. I will grant, yeah, I will grant you that. Yeah. But the Thousand Island on the Reuben with yeah. all the stuff. The kraut. Too much. Too much. Too much. All the meat. Wait. In bed. Uh... Do you like turkey Rubens? <laughs> no. It's too much. It's too many things going on. So it's not the corned beef that's your problem. No, I love corned beef. It's everything else. It's you, everything else. You just want to Just give me a plate of corned beef. Yeah, okay. I understand. <laughs> give me the Reuben hold everything except for the corned beef. Thanks. Oh, my God. All right. In or out on Chianti Classical Wine. <sighs> I don't think I like Chianti. Really? Do I? Yeah, you do. Oh, okay. I do. Okay, then you're in. <laughs> In a row. What's the red I don't like? Uh, I don't think you. I don't think there's red that you <laughs> don't like. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. Let's, no, you don't like certain whites. True. Yeah, you don't. You don't like uh, the Pinot Gris. You're not in on that. Really? Yeah, you're not in on that. Um, and uh, you don't. You don't like the 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 blanc, the whatever the hell. Sauvignon is. blanc. Yeah, Sauvignon blanc. You really don't. You really don't like that. Oh, I hate the ones that taste like flowers. Oh, yeah. No, those that, those are the worst. All right. Interrupt on Cat Stevens. Because, again, This Is Us loves itself some Cat Stevens. I feel like they're playing the Cat Stevens card a little too hard. I mean, I'm neither in nor out. I think he's there. I'm not going to be like, hey, you know what I'm going to listen to today? Yeah, Cat never. Stevens. Never. Wouldn't do that. Would never do that. Agreed. It's okay if you're trying to say but like they've played the Cat Stevens card so much now, where it's like, all right, calm down, let's 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 take a step back. Why why don't we find somebody else to like include on the soundtrack? Okay. All right, uh, La- Chaka. <laughs> I hate that song so much. <laughs> Call me out. Oh my god, it's the worst song. Oh, all right. Lastly, I already know the answer to this. I'm already smiling. I can't even see it. <laughs> In a row. Oh, no. On the Scholastic Book Club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so in. I'm so in that, like, when our kids come home with the book order He's stuff. such a nerd. Blake, like, wants to just put it straight right in the, the recycling bin. Well, look at me. I'm, like, trying to act like you're nice. No, right no, in the trash. Blake is the worst recycler. Oh, one of our, <laughs> one of our things that we fight the most about is Blake's recycling? ineptitude at recycling. Forget well, throw his pineapple tops. I'd be fine if he was actually recycled. What you do is you just put it either next to the sink or in the sink. You wait for me 
put it in the recycling bin, you which is outside. You recycle, Blake. Stop that's what, fibbing. I know. Stop making people think that you actually care about the environment. I, I don't. We all know you don't. I don't. There was a great, there's a great story. I'm telling you the story. I don't want to hear a story about not recycling. It will actually make me upset. There's a great story. Blake, Blake I don't want to hear it. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. If you're going to talk about not recycling. I was going to tell the polar bear story. I don't. Yeah, I definitely don't want to hear that. <laughs> Goodbye. So, what did you ask me? Scholastic Book Club? Scholastic Book Club. I'm super in. Oh, God, you're such a dork. I love it so much. And you I love totally the summertime kid, book that... reading list at the, oh, uh, my at the library. And then when you ch- go into the library summertime once a week and they give booklet. you stickers. And then it's like if you read 10 books, they give you a free worst. ice cream cone. You read 20 books, they give you a free no, ticket just go to the get zoo. A, go, get, go to the zoo. Blake, I was you're... poor. Okay? <laughs> my parents would say, Sneak in. No, you Blake. I you was like eight. In. No, you can find a way. If my trust me, so regular poor people, okay, <laughs> when they were told you can get tickets to the museum, tickets to the aquarium, tickets to the zoo, okay, which for a family of four is like a hundred bucks. I would agree. You know, my parents are like, read the damn books. Read the damn books and get the stickers from the Read those books. No. We're going to the museum. No, if you want to go, you read the books. We'll go get the stickers. And then oh. I felt so much accomplishment for reading those books, checking them off, and the then getting the to take my reading. family for ice cream. I don't think there's a worse creation on this planet than summer reading lists. Like, that's a really rude statement. I don't think it's... I don't... There's a war going on right now. Well, there's uh, listen, that's bad. I was being hyperbolic. Okay, then fine. There's sauerkraut, or there's there's thousand iron dressing. Yeah, Blake. Fine, we'll take it. We'll take it down to your level. <laughs> there are Rubens in the world, Blake. Oh my god. <sighs> All right, uh, you ready to close this bad boy out? Yes. All right, let's close it out. All right, everybody, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Mary and I in bed and be with us in bed and listen to the podcast. Hopefully you're in bed listening to the podcast. We can all be in bed together. Why not? We'll have some fun. Make some bad decisions. Here we are. Just throw some red wine in there because Mary loves all the red wine and some bad decisions. (laughs) Uh, Go go to maryandblake.com. Check out all the great podcasts that are happening right now. Including Outlander cast, uh, as well as The Last Kingdom with Mary and Blake. And soon we will be tackling Bridgerton, hopefully, when Mary is able to. Uh, we're just we're just going to start popping out some episodes in bed, and then I can catch up. I think so. I think so. So we'll go from there. Uh, all the social handles, please, on Mary and Blake for YouTube and Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the good time stuff. Mary and Blake. And if you want to get in touch, please uh, email us at maryandblakemedia at gmail.com. And we did not do the big, big three listener feedback. feedback. I apologize for that. Obviously, we're not in our studio, so we don't have the capabilities of playing our voicemails. Do know that we got oh, them. you know what? Just add them right now and post. Yeah, but we won't be able to comment on them. That's okay. No, that's not okay. It's, it, well, maybe maybe next week we can play it. or I'm, I'm not sure what we're going to do. Blake will figure it out, but we'll make sure your voicemails are played. We'll find a way to... I'm not... They're not to be played on this episode. It's not not this episode, but they'll be played in the... I'm episode. sure that they will be played at some point, so we'll figure that out. Uh, that's it. That's all I got for you, Marvin. That's nice. All right. Well, my name's Blake. <laughs> you know, you really can't go that quickly. My name's Mary. Sorry, I was in the middle of a yawn. <laughs> and this is us, too. <laughs>